This is JFM Podcast. Very good evening to you. Welcome to the program Nigeria at Sunset on J101.9 here in Jos. My name is Ponsak Fanab. I'm hoping you're having the best of time this evening. Today is the 12th day in the month of August 2021. It is International Youth Day. Uh, okay. <laughs> Some people were supposed to, uh, you know, I initially called, you know, uh, or someone offered himself saying that, you know, I can talk about on the topic. I said, well, and he called back to say, no, I'm going to send my prodigies. Then I said, sound better because you're an elder. You're not a young person again. And I'm so happy that he did. Well, Okpemi Akinyo Day is here. Good evening and how's the going? A very good evening to you. Uh, once again, of course, I would like to join the entire world to celebrate International Youth Day today. It's a day that, you know, means a lot to a lot of young people, especially when you look at what the world had been through lately. We probably want to stay home and check what, you know, an ideal youth faces in this country. Obviously, the odds are always against you. As a young person, you thrive to want to be the best. You you sometimes swim, swim against the tides. There's no support anywhere. The government is not giving policies that are youth-friendly. Uh, I mean, it's a whole lot of problem. But then uh, we still try to, uh, you know, to stand tall in all of in the face of all of these challenges. And uh, I think the world, you know, is today is worth celebrating. I mean, if you're a young person in this world, um, maybe in, in Nigeria, you know what it means to wake up every day, uh, <laughs> look for a way to put food on your table. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of us that don't. Have have the luxury of somebody somewhere, you know, dropping some urgent two keys in your account. I'm sure the guy that asked those questions, if I was a Yahoo boy yesterday, should understand what urgent two keys. Actually, after the program, somebody called me and I told him, I said, this is the way internet works. Uh, a lot of us often make that mistake of, you know, if you have data, you just go on the social media platform, maybe Facebook and put whatever you want to put there, forgetting the fact that you can actually monetize your content on social media. You have a YouTube account, whatever you put there, once you get to some level of views, you can monetize it, and some amount of money comes into your pocket. So, I think as it stands, uh, we have a lot to do as a young people. Um, unfortunately, uh, the numbers in terms of the percentage of young people in Nigeria, almost about 65% of the total population falls within the, rate, the age of you know, 15 and 45, which, I mean, international standard is the second layer of young people. So, uh, they also are against us, but we try to make ourselves happy as much as we can. You look at young people in Nigeria, especially in the entertainment industry, tech industry, you know, even in the agricultural industry, young people are making giant tried and those are the moments you want to live to celebrate so yeah we're just happy to witness today again yeah well uh there are lots of uh, i read a report i think by naka uh, last week or the week before last saying that 91 million of people who take until um hiv and AIDS drugs are people between 15 to 24 years and uh, for me that was really 91 million by the or 91 percent 91 percent uh, that's the correct data. And I was so perturbed. I was disturbed, you know, uh, because there's so much information out there in the world right now and people, you know, still suffer uh, with this. But if you look at, you know, on the other level, uh, there's no serious global partner that will ignore Nigeria as a country mm. because uh, 70% of our population are below 35, mm-hmm. 35 years. So uh, we have a growing, and that is why you find all sort of criminalities rife in the country. It just shows you one thing. Young people don't have opportunities. But as to why young people cannot organize, you know, to take over society, and I, I always find it as irony. The 1%, old people, above 70 years, <laughs> but they control. control of the... so, And it's not like that only in Nigeria, it's globally. Uh, so for me, I, I've, you know, and I've read different, you know, anthropological studies to why... And, you know, for me, society is governed by rumors, gossip, and secret. What secret do these 1%, you know, hold? Is it the ability to cooperate and to, you know, aggregate their own interests on the one hand, or... They have a certain 
language that they speak that they all understand. understand you know oh, just, I, just them understand i i you know i do not know but uh for society to tip really and look at young people young people can bring you know trend when it comes to fashion when it comes to culture when it comes to language but they don't know how to bring uh political change Social it is change. very very <laughs> difficult it is very difficult to do that so for me it is very important that as young people we we'll start thinking hard about you know uh some of these issues because uh 10 years to 10 years from now how old will you be are you still going to battle with the same issues lack of health care insurance health insurance uh, you don't have decent housing you don't have job opportunities you're underemployed so it's something very uh critical and serious for young serious minded young people to uh think about just yesterday i was you know having a chat with uh, a lady and i told her that she was studying or she is studying uh marketing i said she should forget all of the things she's been taught in school is absolutely rubbish. That's, I mean, those, those are my words. I say it is rubbish in the real world. And uh, because the information given in schools, especially in Nigeria, is outdated. Most of what they give is outdated. The world has changed. If you are thinking about marketing on the global, you know, uh, bigger, they are talking about micro-targeted marketing right mm -hmm. now. If you have a Facebook account, you are already a, a consumer. Uh, and how can Facebook... And a lot you know, of content comes over to your space. So, is, is the world has changed over the last... And it's young people. Young people own and manage Jack Dorsey. He's a young person, middle-aged person. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg is a young person. Look at the disruption that it caused in our world over the last 15 years. And communication has changed. You know, things have, you know, radically uh, changed. These are young people. So uh, the world has, you know, rapidly uh, changed. So uh, for me, today is celebrating young people in the morning when I woke up, you know, had some time to think, you know, celebrating young people. But if I look at my context here, uh, when young people, you know, because I don't like combing my hair, uh, lady just told me that I should go and cut my hair. I said, give me money to cut my hair. You know, uh, what uh, business do you have with my hair? You know, I say I care about how I smell instead of, you know, how I, I look. Ponsak, you know, it's always very important to look at this from this point. Um, the odds are different. Uh, the opportunities available around the world, maybe more civilized society or communities, obviously we don't have such here. I mean, you look at how much we have to do much uh, so struggle to make sure that you put up yourself when it comes to opportunities around the world young people will do extremely you know well especially young nigerians when they leave this space i mean somebody said you know if you move over to canada you have the opportunity of living 30 years longer than you will have lived if you were living in nigeria so as a young person you need to check the environment that drives you you grew up in an environment of hostility violence crime and you, it's going to be very difficult for you to be a little different from where you're coming in from where you grew up the people you roll with uh, the things that make up your ideas it goes a long way to form who you become as an individual and consequently uh, determines what you bring to the society. So when we say people, when we compare Nigerian youths to people around the world, I've always said it that we are better than these guys. I mean, I have friends that in quotes, a little above average when it comes to their education and all of that, and they leave this country, they get into other countries and, you know, they get back into school and they keep getting, they keep breaking records. So it's about, you know, what the society is putting on the ground for you. Ideally, as a young person in this country, when you wake up, the first thing that comes to your mind is, what are you going to eat today? And in those societies where we're trying to make comparison with, they don't even think of food. They because have, they, they have everything. They have everything. Sure. There's a system that works for them. So me, when I wake up in the morning by six to nine, I'm still looking for what I want to eat. Somebody in another country has already fixed himself, he's gotten some opportunities. Yeah, I mean, you were telling me about a meeting you were supposed to do, maybe day before yesterday, but yeah, because yeah. of network, <laughs> you lost a lot of money. I mean, I may, when I make calls and I'm having problems, people will be like, Are you, are you serious? You're still having difficulty making some calls in this country. So it's a whole lot of problem. But at the end of the day, uh, as a young person, you have to make sure that you motivate yourself, even if nobody motivates you, if the odds are against you, you have to make sure that you keep flying you keep yeah. rising uh, you can't see you can't take away unemployment uh, these old insecurity issues and the crime that we have in the society a lot of young people i mean sometimes i think the, the numbers we have in this country is a cost rather than a blessing yeah well for me it's a blessing it is a blessing but uh, i'll always say that ideas is what propels society it's not is the idea that any society holds if you think that 
uh, money is is a function of prayer, <laughs> that society is doomed. <laughs> but if you think money is a function of reward, that society is going to progress. Mm. We have this insert from the Commissioner for Internal Security uh, in Kaduna State, Samuel Arwan. At, he met with the Atiab community and, of course, some uh, Fulani leaders about what's going on in the uh, southern part of Kaduna State. So uh, we're going to play that for you when we come back. The show will continue. We'll have two guests and the conversation will start with them. Stay here. What is clear is the fact that deviant in all sides are responsible for what we are experiencing here. But on the part of Kaduna State Government, uh, we demonstrated again, or we reassured them of our commitment uh, to peace building and also uh, provision of more uh, security assets uh, here. We are calling on them that no other person can bring peace to appear children if the people themselves, and I'm specifically talking about Fulani, Atiyap, and Hausa, if they themselves do not accept that they are brought together by God, you know, it's, 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 it's by God's design. It's a divine design that they are together and that there's a need to coexist peacefully with one another. Glad you're still here. The program is Nigeria Sunset on J11.9 here in Jaws. Well, I've in my career, you know, as a talker, <laughs> that's what I do. I've, you know, I've when it comes to young people, people misconstrue that to be like just male gender. But today we have all female, and we're going to talk about youth issues because uh, there are more women in the world than men. Okay, that is debatable, but you know, that is at least my own armchair data. I have, will I say, Madam, Miss, Mrs., uh, but Ada Ichoja Ohaba. She's the coordinator of Do No Harm Humanitarian Development Initiative Nigeria. Good evening and thanks for coming. Yeah, good evening. Thanks for having me. And I have Joy, rather, we have Joy Ha from International Center for Peace, Charities, and Human Development, Intercept. Good evening, and thanks for coming. Thank you, and thanks for having me. Happy International Youth Day. Okay, you, you guys didn't answer, I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they don't fall within. Yeah. Oh, Well, let me go. I, I'll start with uh, uh, Ada. Uh, talk to us how you feel as a female gender, you know, today, for example, because most of the times when they talk about young people, it's just the male gender. Mm. Uh, but how do you feel, you know, today as a as a woman, you know, because uh, there's a report that I read that the banking sector in Nigeria, out of the 20-something banks, you know, I think we have more women heading becoming mm. CEOs, you know, in, in Nigeria. And first of its kind, how, how does it make you feel, especially today and relate that to uh, that data. Well, permit me to say, um, um, should, this is 2021. Mm. Counting down from 2020, I've, I've actually been a very proud female individual. Mm. Not only because um, 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 we are having people at the hems of affairs that are female, but because we are having more population of people who hold positions as in not just positions, good positions that our voices will be heard. I would say that the narratives are changing. I would say that we are believing that more things will come and then we'll record positive impact. In what areas will you say the narratives you know, change according to? Oh, well, I would say the narratives are changing because um, um, I would say that we're being listened to, the issue of having fee- uh, women voices being heard. It mm. wasn't that. A um, few years ago, and then we see that right now we're having more women on decision-making tables, and 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 it, it's a good thing. Okay. So yeah. how about you, Joy? How does it? How do you feel today? You know that International Youth Day and uh, the struggle, will I say, for the female gender, female young person. Well, for me, I would say the struggle has actually been tensed. But 
it's a good thing that there are a lot of women and not just women because the thing is when this um talk about youth is going on the things that people tend to see more is the male gender as the young people and then the female gender are kind of like sidelined from that particular um, youth concept. But I'm actually glad that there are a lot of young women out there who are like in the front line and doing great things and changing so many narratives and all of that. And that is actually giving women um, that courage, young women, yeah. yeah, young women actually, young yeah. women precisely the courage to like do more. Yeah, well, the theme for this year is transforming food systems, youth innovation for human and planetary health. Transforming food systems, youth innovation for human and planetary health. Let me come to uh, Ada. Talk to us. Uh, I mean, there's a prediction. There'll be food scarcity. Uh, I think next harvest, I don't know whether that will be end of this year or uh, next year. How can the 70% of young people below uh, 35 um, um, augment, you know, this and ensure, because right now it's dangerous to go farm, you know, in the hinterlands because of uh, the criminals surrounding villages. Okay. Uh, but is there any innovation? And they talked about innovation here. You know, is there any agricultural innovation that young Nigerians can bring about to, you know, mitigate and, of course, uh, fill in the gap so that we don't get to suffer when it comes to food? Food insecurity, basically. Mm. Ponsak, I would say that um, for me, it's worrisome because I think that for us to be able to have. Um, decreased record of when you talk about food scarcity, we should be able to do something about it. But when you see a vast majority of people who are supposed to actually work to get this food available, being attacked, being killed, I mean, it's a question of how long, it's a question of when will it stop, it's a question of how can we have a change. Okay, so when you talk of innovation, I'm happy that we have quite a lot of you doing interesting things in so many aspects. But also, I'm also thinking of what can we do concerning food? Because um, recently I saw an estimation of um, we're, 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 expect, we're expecting an increase of 2 billion people in the, the next planet. 30 years in the world. Yeah. So if we're complaining of scarcity now, I mean, what comes to mind is what do we do then? Yeah. So how can we see that these narratives change? We can do something when the government, when individuals stand up to this issue of insecurity. Because if we can't deal with it, then honestly, Ponsak, there's a problem. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, Joy, do you have you know uh, any thought, any perspective you'd like to share with us, especially on the theme for this year, transforming food systems, youth innovation for human and uh, planetary health, and uh, maybe you know climate change. How can young people you know uh, take over and uh, practice agriculture in a more sustainable way, for example? Um, well, I'll say young people are a positive force for development. And the need for them to be full partners in the whole process cannot be overemphasized. If we um, check through statistics, we'll discover that um, the young demography is up to like 60 to 70 percent of the country's population. And if we don't leverage on their strength and skills, then we'll just, we'll just be in a verge of collapsing. Because seriously, the thing, um, whatever it is, no matter how we try, it all boils down to food because that's what we need for survival. And the aging, they're already aging and fizzling out, so we can't really depend on their strengths to, to survive. So as a country or even as a state, we would have to leverage on you know, agriculture in a more mechanized way, like in a modern way, because it's, it's just like um, subsistence agriculture is what usually makes the youth to shy away from farming. But we understand that there are a lot of uh, opportunities, even in agriculture, than we can ever imagine. So leveraging on the youth and then agriculture will really help 
you know, development. And then... W- will you say the young person needs, like, some form of encouragement to go into mm-hmm. agriculture? Yes, very, very well. Is it self-motivation now or government? At times, it's a two-way thing. So self-motivation, because the passion has to be there, and then government motivation. Then policies that should um, encourage young persons to even uh, venture into agriculture should also be leveraged upon. Okay. Well, okay. Uh, I'm, I'm so carried away with the conversation. Um, let, let me come to you, Pada. Uh, um, you, you, while you were talking, you talked about the young people probably finding a way to open things up for themselves. But you and I would admit that the odds are really against us. Mm-hmm. I'm coming home now. I'm staying in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. But when you look at it around the world, you figure out that the environment where things work, and this part of where I grew up, where I'm staying here, things barely work. So as a young person, each time you run around with your you know, initiative, your uh, do no harm humanitarian development initiative, what despite the challenges you could choose to stay where you are you could choose to just live your life on the low you could choose to manage the resources that you have we're still going to come to where you get your motivation from but how do you wake up every single day knowing that there are millions of youth out there that needs to be reached out to and what what, what propels you to keep what keeps you going well um i would say that yes um I would say that the youth in Nigeria, let me use Nigeria because we're here, mm. um, we're actually not encouraged to do a lot of things. There are a lot of ideas that come up and you see people, permit my using the government. Uh, it's, it's, it's okay. Yeah, so it's not encouraging from their side. Yeah, but I, I'm also impressed with the fact that the international world are doing one or two things to encourage the youth. For example, most yesterday... Yes, a friend of mine posted something on 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 his on his Instagram page about a friend, a Nigerian, very young guy who has like a rice farm, and I think for today they were leaving the country to have a meeting with some people who want to invest. I mean, if we have such narratives from Nigerians, we wouldn't have have would have to travel to get people from outside. Hmm. So now that's what we're talking about. How can we see that even the government keys into such things to encourage us? But having said that, for me as a person, I think for every opportunity I've had to sit at a round table, I ask youths like me on that table, what have we done? How many of us have worked for the past five, ten years and in one way or the other tried to encourage somebody by giving somebody else something to do? It shouldn't just be about us. Hmm. It shouldn't just be about making the money. Hmm. It should be about how we can lift each other up. Hmm. And just yesterday I pasted something on, on my page and I said something like the 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 leaders of of the growing leaders of of tomorrow would be stronger than what we have today. Mm. So for me, one of the things that will make us strong as a people, as youth, is to see that we hold each other's hand in this journey called life. Yeah? Because most times we forget, we tend to seem that think that when we do something, we're doing it for ourselves, our family, how do we enrich? But it, it doesn't really have to be about mm. that. Because at the long run, when all the odds are down, it's we still come back to this community, to mm. this society. Mm. So how do we face them? How do we see people and say, okay, I served in the government, for instance, and what have I done? At the long run, our children will ask us, oh, mm. sorry, mommy, you served how many years? Um, but... What, what did you actually do? Okay, Joy, let me come to you. Um, while you were talking also, you made mention of leveraging on the numbers that we have as young people. Mm. Uh, but <laughs> it's difficult. I remember the old NSAS protest of last year, how the ideology of a young man in this country almost got changed overnight. Mm. But now let me ask you, in the face of all of these challenges that we have in this country, what would you advise the young person out there listening to you this evening? What would you advise them to do in terms of creating a different pattern of existence for themselves? Because whether I like it or not, the jobs may not come from the government. Mm-hmm. It's not everybody that will get the white-collar opportunities. Mm-hmm. It's not everybody that will get the scholarship or the grants that we're talking about. You've got to find a way to look inwards and check yourself well. So what advice would you give to a young person out there? I'm listening to you right now. Talk to me as a young person. Motivate me and tell me things that should keep me going. Well, the advice I'm going to give young young people concerning this matter is, the truth is, 
um, depending on the government will never help. It looks like there's a lot about the government in this conversation. <laughs> Seriously, it will never help because, okay, um, a typical Nigerian young person, the pattern is um, you go to school, graduate, and then you uh, find a way of securing a job. If you're lucky enough. Yes, if you are. And then if you're not lucky enough to secure a job, then you could just fall back to any illegal thing you find around you to do. And that's not supposed to be. Hmm. So um, maybe what I would say is we should learn, would I say learn contentment? Or not really, but um, to like invest. I'm coming no, back no, to no, you. No, 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 like, oh, not ahead, like learn contentment. I understand. But what I'm trying to say is okay, the little we have, we could really invest mm -hmm. in something. So we shouldn't always be having that mentality of, of the get rich. Yes, yeah. or okay. the get rich quick mentality mm. like that. But at least the little we have, we could invest it in something little, like starting small. Mm -hmm. You understand? So that we won't be ashamed of starting small. Because every great person you see today has a story mm. and then they had where they started from. So if we will be proud of our little beginning, then it will help us go a long way. Okay, let me you know? come let me come to you that before you before you had to what she just said. Um <laughs> Politics. Let's 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 divert a little bit. Now, the, if you look at the generational shift around the world, you look at Canada, you look at Hungary, you look at how young people are taking over responsibilities. You look at the Parliament, the United Kingdom, nineteen-year-olds, twenty-two-year-olds holding it down in that place. But let's come to Nigeria. A typical young person in this country, you probably may not even be able to vote because you don't have money to buy form, you don't have money to campaign, you don't have money to host world meetings. Are Congresses, the odds are absolutely against us. But what would you make up of the involvement of young people in politics in this country? A lot of us are media aides to politicians. We just get token, we sing their praise, and once they are done, we are dumped. What do you make up of the composition of a typical young person in this country politically? Oh, you see, I'm very happy you, you, you said something. You said immediately we'll sing their praise. I think we should begin to change the narrative from us. Mm. Mm. Yeah? It's, it's, I think we should be done with that phase of our life where we think that we should just follow them for the money. No, they're not giving us results. So how do we see that, for example, if I say Ponsak is good at this, how do we see that we push him? to be able to stand for us mm. on that table mm. and trust that he comes back to deliver because they're two different things. Mm. Yeah? More often than not, you push somebody, but when they get there... They mess up. They mess up. Mm. So you see, even the trust for each other, we do not have it. Okay, having said that, I would say that the political space um, from the NSAS protest, mm. I was amazed. Mm. In simple words, I think we can do exploit. Sure. Yeah? But how do we go about it is also a problem. Because most times, some people will have a great idea, but somebody else comes to mess it all up and they generalize and say, hey, we give them the opportunity and this is what they do. You know, so um, if you ask me, I'll say let's begin to sit at better tables with people of like minds, trusting that we hold each other accountable. Oh. All right, let, let me come to uh, Joy. Uh, you mentioned about, you know, starting small. If you look at the data, uh, South African, you know, Nigeria, the GDP is very down there and you have unemployment rising. How can, you know, uh, because people barely can make even 500 naira a day. I was reading the news today. Uh, someone uh, got himself in jail because he's a mechanic. He went to a uh, property that is not belong belongs to him and stole some of things there. I talked to us about you know practical because I love to be practical. You know, <laughs> if a young woman is listening to you out there, you know what can she do uh, if she's making twenty, fifteen thousand dollars a month? You know, how, what can she do to uh, grow her income in view of the uh, shrinking GDP and, of course, high unemployment rate we have in our country. Hmm. Seriously, the unemployment rate is alarming. It's really alarming, and that really calls for diversification. Because, okay, like, the whole country economy is, is just like a mono economy. 
dependent on one source of revenue. And okay, come to think of it, the the world is gradually um, going towards um, what I call it clean energy mm. now. And then fossil fuels are very soon it will just be fizzle out. Yeah. Mm. And and even apart from that, there are so many countries already who are into crude oil. Mm. And so Nigeria can just stand as the only country supplying that or export exporting that. So that still com- comes back to agriculture. Because seriously agriculture is a sector that we would have to live rich upon seriously because um like so I, about how young women for example because if you talk uh, agriculture it may be like a physically taxing job and just for the male gender but how can young women you know young females well a practical story sure yeah of um li- a lady she's a graduate actually i saw it online so she was displaying her farm products and all of that metals paper in bags you understand that? And that um, it's just like, okay, after graduating, she just kept the certificate somewhere and faced agriculture. And she's doing exploit there. So I can't say all young women will have to go into agriculture. Like I mentioned earlier on, there are so many opportunities in agriculture itself. So it's not just like tilling the soil and rearing animals alone that is agriculture. There are persons who are into um, let's say freezing beef and then selling to other states. Mm. Maybe from the north, they freeze that. Some of them have like uh, freezing vans mm. or cold vans or whatever it is they call it, and then they sell it out to other states. So uh, maybe we'll just look within us. Not really easy. Actually, because the truth is every young person wants to make it like, want to glow, quick, quick want fix. to hammer. You understand that? But sometimes we would have to, would have to discipline ourselves because the truth is we can't eat our cake and have it. So we would have to like, okay, because of the future, we will let go of some pleasures for the moment and then secure our future. Then we, we enjoy the moments in the future and all of that. Right. So. But, Permit me to also add that when talking about agriculture, mm. we should also think about, like I saw the theme, talking about health. Yeah. yeah? We should also think about safe agriculture. Yeah. yeah? Because of what, um, aligning with what you just said about making fast money, mm. we see a lot of people add anything possible to make sure these crops grow mm. so fast. that they eat. Yeah. Mm. And then that's why we have very young people having cancer. We mm. have very young people having BP issues. Those are the kind of things. So if if we should project that in the next 20 to 30 years we'll be part of these billions of people that we're estimating, we should be able to talk about health. Important. But I want both of you now to give your response to this. What will you say about the young people, you know, uh, really bringing the name of Nigeria, a great country, to disrepute. I'm talking about hush puppy. I'm talking about all of the internet scam because uh, there are a lot. Uh, they are yet to come out. And the open glorification of wealth right now and people celebrate people who have money without questioning what is the source of their wealth. And the whole issue of dignity and labor has been thrown to the uh, dustbins, for example. And the irony is that we claim to be very religious. At least there's no one person that doesn't, you know, own a religion in, in doesn't identify with, you know, a certain, you know, faith in our country. Talk to us about that. Well, um, because if we're doing great, we're doing bad as well. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I would say that um, we're having such re- results rather because we're having people who want to actually make it fast. Yeah. And we're also having people like me and you who are actually not discouraging them because we have something we're gaining from them. Hmm. So how do we change this narrative? We should be able to hold them accountable. This thing you're doing will put us in trouble. If you, me, you mm. talk about it today, tomorrow it changes. Mm. You know, which if we have a kind of way we bring these things to, to light, to, to make them know that, well, you're making this money, but we all know that this money is not pure and we, we are not part of this. I think there should be some kind of shame for anybody who wants to actually go that lane tomorrow. Okay. My uh, take. Yeah, well, good. Yeah. So. But um, you know the thing about holding people accountable? 
it's easier said than done. Yeah, sure. Like, uh, most especially in the case of our country, Nigeria, we do more of talking than action. You can see talk flying everywhere and everybody has something to say about whatever is happening. But then the action is not there. It's not backed by action and all of that. Okay, I'll say concerning the issue you raised, it's um, more like glorifying illegality. So when illegality is glorified and that you, you, uh, okay, you made it through illegal ways and you were celebrated, someone who is um, working tirelessly to make it legally it's not celebrated, and sometimes it's, it's even being swept under the carpet, and it's been tagged as maybe lazy, or you don't even know, can't you see what your mates are doing, and all of that. So when we glorify illegal things, even uh, uh, the next generation will see it that, oh, really, so we could uh, just do that. Uh, before, be, before we go to the phone lines now, you made mention of a very important uh, you know, statement now. You talked about what your mates are doing. Uh, let me come to you at that. Societal influence, peer mm. pressure. Yeah. Um, mm. it's, it's something that is eating really deep into the fiber of the young members of this society. Sure. You wake up in the morning, your friend that you know does not have a legit source of income mm. is driving big cars, mm. and you feel like uh, rather than you ask where those monies are coming from, you're more interested in how you want to drive the same car. Mm. Now, let's talk about societal pressure. Let's talk about rather than we should motivate ourselves positively, it looks like the pressure is bouncing off negatively right now. Talk to us about that. Well, talking about um, having a positive effect on yourself, oh, let me give myself as an example. I like the fact that people make money, yeah? I like the fact that people work hard, yeah? I mean, we all like but, money. Yeah, mm, sure. Yeah, which is very good, <laughs> but then what is money compared to I think one thing we're losing is the conscience. Mm. I'm not sure we have it like we used to have it anymore. Yeah? Talking about that, we, when, when, when I'm doing something right, I know it's wrong. Mm -hmm. I know it's right. So why do I have to do something thinking that somebody else will correct me? I'm talking about peer pressure. I think we owe ourselves to be sincere to ourselves. Yeah? There's something my mom used to say growing up. She said, look, one of the things I tried to do was to get pregnant. I think everybody came out with his own head, so you take responsibility <laughs> for whatever you do. Yes, which was true. Mm. So she tells you any, any, any decision you take, good, is for yourself. Mm. If you take a bad decision, it's, it's for yourself. yourself. So I think we should start thinking towards that light. Like, what is it that we'll do that we're, we're making sure we're on the right track? Not for ourselves, but for our children coming mm. after us. Okay, but you want to say something about that quickly, Joy? Well, I, I agree with her point. Okay. Yeah, I totally agree. Now, in, in, in the line of the same thoughts, um, let's look at the role of the family. They said it's the smallest, it's the tiniest units in the society growing up. I mean, all of us come from a family, an immediate family, before we talk about the extended family, before yeah. we talk about the society, whatever it is. Most people... You know, there's a whole lot of pressure coming from home, coming from where you're coming in from. You're a young lady, and somebody expects you because you're 25, because you're 30, you should be married by now. Your mates are married, they have kids. As a young man, your your neighbor's child has a car, and your mom still keeps putting you under pressure to go do your own and all of that. Joy, how do you think, you know, parents growing up, I'm, I'm sounding like it's a children's day, but at the end of the day, we're all young people, and we have yeah. ideas that we need to grow with. How do you think parents can Form our ideologies growing up in terms of the kind of support or the kind of pressure they give us? Well, the thing is, will I say, coming from a family, that too depends on the family. So there are some families, maybe if you hear the story of people you interact with, you, you understand maybe how pressurized they are. Like, okay, for some, um, you, let's say the younger brother is making more money than the eldest brother. Mm. And it's like, can't you see what your younger so brother is doing? Do family meeting, yeah? they call your younger brother Seriously. before you. <laughs> or, or, or maybe you will be the one, you will be the one to even open the mineral bottles for everybody just because your younger brother is making it more than you. But it's really not supposed to be like that. Sometimes um, our parents are supposed to look at our strengths mm. because even identical twins have differences. Dif have differences. Seriously. And they have different destinies. So that um, it happened for 
A at 25. Doesn't mean it will happen for B. It must happen for B at 25. Who knows? Maybe his destiny is that your own door will open at 30 or yours will open at 15 or like that. But what I'm trying to say is parents should encourage their words. Mm. Seriously. Yeah, well, we've been having a chat with uh, two erudite uh, young women. Today is International Youth Day with the theme Transforming Food System, Youth Innovation for Human and Planetary Health. We have Ada Ichoja Ohaba. Okay, Ohaba, I got it now. She's the coordinator of Do No Harm Humanitarian Development Initiative, Nigeria, and Joy Ha. She's from International Center for Peace, Charities, and Human Development, Intercept, both organizations here in Jones. And we'd like to hear from you, 90 Of course, we are on Facebook to obey our government. We're yet to be on Twitter. So as soon as the government leaves the ban on Twitter, we are going to come back, you know, on Twitter. But let's take the first call. Hello, good evening. Thanks for calling. Hello, good evening. Thank you for calling. Tell us your name, please. Thank you very much. My name is Eddie Kumar. I'm calling from TTNC Junction. We're listening. Yes, I want to commend your guests. They have spoken well and they have enlightened people well. And when we talk about the International Youth Day in Nigeria, it's just a, let's say, a celebrated day in Nigeria. But the youth of Nigeria do not always benefit their youthfulness. Seeing how things are going in Nigeria, things from the education, seeing how schools are on strike. A, a youth cannot finish a school at the appropriate time. You see that a youth will spend a lot of time in school before even he even graduated. Not even graduation now. The youth are the one in the front of all this insecurity that is happening. It's the youth that go that acts all this crime that is happening. It's the youth that are all paying for this thing, and the, the government are not doing anything to develop the youth. And coming to the banning of the Twitter or the regulation of the social media is something that the youth are always using as a succor that will bring the, something to their pocket. But the government to frustrate the, the uh, internet or the social media, it is a very, very bad one to the youth. That's to say that the youth are just managing in Nigeria. It's not, a, it's not an easy to be a youth in Nigeria nowadays. It's only God that we think about. Thank you very much. God bless you. Thank you, Sadiq. Thank you for that. Quite passionate there. 90 556 or you call 90 Hello there. Good Hello. evening. Oh. Hello. Good morning. Okay. It's evening now. Maybe you just got off bed. So oh, I don't know yeah, which part yeah, of the wall. You're calling us from? Yeah, is... yeah I'm calling from uh, Pangshin. Pangshin, okay. So is it morning, afternoon, or evening in Pangshin? Very, very, very. afternoon. Okay, go ahead. Tell us your name and join the conversation. Uh, my name is Mahmoud Abdul. Well, listening here. Yeah. I thank you. Actually, if you look at uh, the youth of Nigeria today, we are in a terrible suffering because. The government is not doing the right thing for us. Uh, one of the major problems that uh, is holding us back in this country is from our families. Most of the time, we find that uh, our families are holding us back. They are discouraging us. Even if you want to do something that will help the nation, you find that you are being held back. They will not allow you to do it as expected. So these are some of the kind of things that are uh, hindering our development. Just like this lady says, it's as if she is talking to me. By the time your younger brother has yet to achieve something and you, you're not, I mean, you, you're not doing something like him, it becomes like a source of disgrace to you. You will not like to even stay at home. So these are some of the things. I think government need to uh, do something. And we, the youth, it's not that we just continue to wait for government to do everything for us. One of the problems facing the youth is that our values have been disoriented. What we are valuing is not really good. Most of us are after fame and glory. These politicians that we're talking about, most of the time we are the one who places them there. So I don't think it takes us a lot to change. Once we make our mind to change, it's something that we can do within 
amenity. Once we change our value, we change to work with reality, to work with fairness, to correct ourselves, I think there is nothing we cannot achieve. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Maybe Okpeme will take us through some Facebook comment. First, like JFM Joss, um, from Poet Fuan Shark. It says, the lazy Nigerian youth are working tirelessly to change the narrative through sustainable tech ventures and enterprises. Another means would lead to or zero seed capital from corporate investors and the government. To some certain extent, it has improved standard of living either directly or indirectly. If only the government could create a tech-friendly environment to optimally utilize our potentials or better still support us, Nigeria would be a country to behold. Until then, uh, we keep pushing for a better and tech Tech-friendly country. I mean, tech is the new good right now. Uh, for Kuka Factors, Jimmy says, some young people are the problems to others. When politicians use them to fight amongst themselves instead of coming together to fight the political elders. What a shame. But in this regime, I don't think uh, whether there will be something coming good for the young people apart from their children. I pray that one day the young will come together and defend themselves and pursue these greedy politicians away from office. Uh, Okay. Uh, Still on Facebook, uh, we have Samuel uh, Abraham and he says, this is where I think the government should focus their attention on because they've not done much over the years and that is bad. Moses Daniel on Facebook says the youths have been left behind in Nigeria. How many youths are there amongst the ministers President Buhari appointed? Many graduate on ground to the lack of unemployment, but kidnappers and bandits are making millions. Mm-hmm. We the youth should rise up and be heard working to achieve our goals, even without the support from the government. Moses Daniel, thank you. Isangasi says, seriously, this government has not impacted anything on the youth, actually, only for some leaders to call us lazy youths. We're not lazy, to be frank. It is our government that have been lazy to fulfill their promises. I love you guys. Thank you. Moses Iyaro says, in Nigeria of today, youthfulness is devalued and unsolved by the elders. That is, they are now the supposed youth. Well, I mean, this country, I've seen uh, the, the speaker of a youth, state youth parliament, state youth parliament, be way into his early, late 50s. I didn't mention anywhere. Okay, in Nigeria but... today, youthfulness is just a mere nomenclature on the serving of occupying presidential important positions. Youths are today victim of welfare, drugs, sexual immorality, etc. because the occupying power is holding on to their means of livelihood. Happy Youth Day with the hashtag, elders don't steal our youthfulness. Interesting hashtag. Aminu Abdullah says... Actually, the youth are facing a lot of challenges in this country. The government should create jobs and opportunities in education and the others. TJ Manari says, uh, you're not considered or seen with any sort of value in our new society. That is why the youth are not even in politics, because the elderly feels the youth can only be used as thugs during election, and the youth keep giving them the room to be manipulated on a daily Ding Chris Luca, I mean, this is a long one. I really want to commend the effort of the guests. They've spoken well. My problem with this government on issue of youth innovation and motivation is this. The country is very poor because the government is never ready to help the young people. Rather, they're there for them to enrich their pockets. Secondly, the issue of agriculture, the government needs to provide fertilizers at affordable prices because by men looking, most of Nigerian farmers are peasant farmers, but today the reverse is the case. A bag of fertilizer goes for 16,000 naira, and the government is not doing nothing. Uh, our youths of this generation needs to be very careful because most of our youth today prefer to eat their tomorrow today. Maybe I should take that line again. Uh, our youth of this generation needs to be very careful because most of our youths today prefer to eat their tomorrow today. They're ready to carry out any wicked act. That is where we have plenty of dropouts, kidnappers, and robbers. Please, youth, be involved yourself in doing something great from today. The comrade Dings, Chris, look out from Plateau State Polytechnic, Barricade Ladies. Thank All right. you. All right, ladies, uh, you've heard from uh, what uh, the audience you know, have said. Do you have any response you know, to give? Uh, to this, uh, and then in your final word, be- because we are pressed for time now. Okay, I'll say that um, I agree with what the, um, everyone, everyone who has commented or sent a text has said, but I'll also say that um, now that the government is not doing anything, how can we think of doing it ourselves? Hmm. 
And by that, I mean, how can we think of helping each other? How can we leverage on what I am interested in, what you are interested in, and see that whatever we're doing, we try to grow with each other, not seeing, not trying to ensure that we grow alone so that somebody else comes to say, sir, at the end of the day. Mm. Yeah? So my final words would be to say that... Um, I should be responsible for you, for you, and for you. To mm. say that wherever I am, I should be able to give one or two persons job. Most importantly, we should be passionate about that line. Don't just pick up any kind of job because you need salary. No, you are the kind. That such kind of people are people who raise um, a lot of riots or protests tomorrow because you're not enjoying what you're doing. Mm. Yeah, thank you so much. Well, thank you, Ada Ichoja Ohaba. I'll come to Joy. How uh, your final word and respond to uh, what you've heard from the audience. Um. Okay. In response to the comments, like um, the last comment really got me that uh, the youth should beware, I paraphrase, not to eat their tomorrow today. Mm-hmm. And that's... Delay that's gratification. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, to delay gratification. So, um, in my final words, I'll just say something about still agriculture and food security, you know. So, for food security to be achieved and sustained, people and, of course, young people should be encouraged to engage in agricultural activities um, in a more modernized way so that it will actually attract the young demography. And for the case of Plateau State, the environment should be right, conducive, and friendly to allow agricultural activities to thrive. If not, we'll one day wake up to realize that we cannot eat money. Oh, that's, yeah, that's very profound. I, I like that line. <laughs> what are your final word of uh, Well, I think, you know, the theme of this conversation, apart from being the theme of the you know, International Youth Day, is more of communalism, uh, the Ubuntu spirits. I mean, you need to watch over the person beside you because at the end of the day, when trouble starts, it's who is beside you, you probably will call first. And again, the government needs to play a key role in all of this. Policies, decisions, in terms of motivation, making the environment friendly for the young people out there. It should be the priority of the government. Let us leverage on the numbers that we have and make a bright nation for ourselves. Yeah, well, this is the much we'll take. Thank you very much. Uh, Ada Ichoja Ohaba, Coordinator of Do No Harm Humanitarian Development Initiative, Nigeria, and Joyha, uh, who's from International Center for Peace, Charities, and Human Development. Thank you very much, ladies, for coming. And you as a young person, if you uh, serve as a hallelujah boy or hallelujah girl <laughs> or you are... Uh, you say, ah, say you, <laughs> you go to a election and you serve as a thug, and mm. the highest thing they could do to your mother is give her f- maybe a hundred and fifty thousand. That is, if they regard you so well. Mm. Uh, but the person that you fought for will not even know what your mother looks like. So you have to think very well. I'll always say in pigeon, if you know, use your head. Person good is out for, for you. <laughs> so uh, have a good evening and stay tuned to the news top of the hour, six o'clock. I'm going to play this song by Madonna, the evergreen Madonna, lady of uh, pop, featuring Justin Timberlake after the commercials. Bye now. Thank you for listening to JFM Podcast.